Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm Brendan and you are listening to Launch Speed. In this episode, Zach and I talk about some hobbies. Some that we think are good, some that we think are stupid, and others that just waste time. This is another one that we recorded before we decided to do the name change. So, if there are any references to Seriatum, please forgive us, as this is now a Launch Speed podcast. This is a good one, so I hope you guys enjoy it. And just a fun bit of trivia before we start... The height of Mount Everest is actually 8,848 meters. You'll see why I said that in a minute. Don't forget to leave us a comment or reach out to us by email, which is launchspeedpodcast at gmail.com. And thanks again for listening and enjoy. There's multiple shapes and sizes. Just decide that a real fat guy is just a bear and it's hitting an animal. Well, it's not going to hit a bear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. But it will determine the, the... Launch speed? Launch speed? Launch speed? <laughs> Stop. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put my words together. You're rushing me. Am I helping? No, not at all. No one else can see my hands. Welcome to launch speed. Dude, so it is cold outside. Really? It is cold outside. I mean, so, we live in a pretty temperate climate, but 30 degrees, man, it's not it's not pleasant. No, and you know what irritates me about this area? They've already salted the roads. I know, and we're not even supposed to get any snow. It's like 0.3 inches are called at most. Wow. Well, people can't drive in the snow around here. It, I mean, it, but still, it's supposed to be south of here. Yeah. Yeah, well. So, it, it kind of had me thinking that... I have a sort of love-hate relationship with the cold because snow is great and snow sports are incredible. And so we're going to talk about hobbies and I kind of wanted to start with that. So start with snow sports? Snow sports. Because, okay. so, I mean, you've, you've been snowboarding a couple times, right? I have. I've, and I've skied one time. <laughs> I have a great <laughs> what, story for that Were one. you at the point where you were good enough that it was actually fun? For skiing or snowboarding? Well... I guess snowboarding since you yes. were skiing once. Yeah. So once you get to that point, which is kind of depending on your athletic ability, is a it can be a real steep climb. Once you get to that point, I just feel like it's so fun. It is. I mean, it was fun learning as well. Sort of. <laughs> I mean, catching a front edge was never a great thing. Yeah. Except I caught more front edges once I got more confident because I did things that involved being forward and that hurt and and speed and speed yeah i mean the, the better you get the worse the crashes are yeah <laughs> well see I, for skiing that's not the case the crashes get way worse when you're a beginner because you get at it like you lose control it's way harder to control ski speed because you got ski speed yeah <laughs> well, you got two of them so that's that's my thing about skiing like i would hate to have my skis separate and just pull my groin because yeah. that's not gonna be fun injury but so so for snowboarding skiing specifically, when I went skiing out in Wyoming, we did the, I did first day with snowboarding. Spoiled child. Second day was skiing, and then the third day was snowboarding again because I wanted to just try skis. I just wanted to try it out. Mm-hmm. And I was on skis for about two hours, and I had some guy that was helping me along, and you know the pizza French fry whole thing, <laughs> which is obnoxious. You don't do the pizza French fries, you're going to have a bad time. Right. So... I picked it up really quickly, and I was like, man, skis are fun because you can go way faster on them than you can snowboard comfortably. Yeah. Thing is, you get confident when you get that much speed, and there's a terrain course, 
and I'd only been on skis for two hours, and I still I hadn't even been on a, on a snowboard and a terrain course yet. But I was like, skis, this is easy. Why not? And so I get to the terrain course like a girl, you know, slowing every ten seconds. But then there's a jump at the end, and I was like, I'm gonna go all out here. I'm done being scared, and I yard sailed myself so hard under the ski lift that I got cheers and whistles because I lost my jacket, my gloves, my hat, my goggles, both skis, both poles. And I like my shirt came halfway off because I just hit the ground so hard. Ouch. And then I took the skis off. Well, they were already off. I picked my skis up and I walked down the rest of the mountain and turned them in and got my snowboard back. In defeat. In defeat. And I snowboarded for the rest of the day. That's fair. Yeah. So... I mean, God, I I wish if if I could live in the, in the perfect place, right? It, it would pretty much be a slightly different version of Hawaii, where the mountains were tall enough that you could ski, and then you were also on the beach. That would be perfect. Doesn't Italy have that? I don't know. Yeah. I know there are skiable mountains, but I don't think that they're on the coast. Okay. I could I could very well be wrong. Because didn't Top Gear do an episode where he said he could ski in the morning and make it to dinner on the water? Yeah. And they did, a, like, supercars, obviously. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually been snowboarding in Italy and I'm, Austria and Germany. You say I'm spoiled? I've been to Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming is uh, more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was already in Europe, so <laughs> it was pretty cheap. It's true. Oh, that's right. You, I, forget, I always forget that you lived in Europe for a year. Uh, six months or eight months or something. Your parents lived there for how long? They were there for almost three years. Okay. And then certain events caused them to have to come back to the United States, but like such your house is life. burning down, something like that. Yeah. Regardless, uh, <laughs> would you say it's a fun hobby of yours? I wouldn't. Pyro. <laughs> Pyrotechnics. Yeah. Pyromania. Arson. No, not in my wheelhouse. We're back. So let's keep on with snow sports. What about snowboarding is so much fun to you? Oh, gosh. It's probably just the speed. It's just. That's it. Got just, a bit of an yeah. adrenaline rush. Just <laughs> speed and danger. I think the. Like doing. Not. Not like cross-country snowboarding or skiing or whatever that is. There's no such thing as cross-country snowboarding. Which would be miserable. But I'm saying <laughs> you can't, like, You just can't do it. Where it's you just like you're sightseeing or you're just going straight down hills. Like, that's not much fun to meet on a snowboard. What I find was really fun was, like, pathways. Like, going mm-hmm. through the trees and stuff and having to, like, turn and, you know, do jumps and whatnot. I think that's so much fun on a snowboard. Yeah, one of the things I did in Austria, there was a 10-kilometer uh, run that was... Uh, closed actually. <laughs> Did you find out afterwards? Nope. We just went down it anyways. Oh, okay. And, but it was crazy. I mean, it was four or five feet of powder. If you fell, I was trying to get back up and I just my, just my whole arm would go into the snow and I couldn't push myself back up. So you died out there? I died out there. I'm still <laughs> out there. No, it was tough. It was really cool though. Yeah, that, that was that was pretty intense. But I think it, for me, it's mostly just speed, adrenaline. I feel like Snowboarding is one of those things where you look, no matter how you look, you feel like you look really cool. Yeah. <laughs> For, yeah, definitely. You, you feel like you look awesome, and then you probably just look like an idiot. What I, what I like is that snowboarders don't, like, I really don't mind skiers, but skiers hate us. Snowboarders tend to be the more aggressive, obnoxious of the two groups. Yeah. I, I'd say skiing is a lot more um, dignified. Got a little bit more class. <laughs> it's that posh sport. 
They drink their tea with their pinkies out. <laughs> I guess they do. But the problem with snow sports is that they're so expensive and they're not that accessible to to most people. Right. Most people don't live on the side of a mountain that they can just walk out their back door and go skiing, which would be so cool. But yeah, it's not it's not accessible. No, and you you kind of have to make a day of it. It's not something you can At just At least. Yeah. It's not something you can just do, you know, on the spur of the moment. You got to mm-hmm. you got to make plans to go snowboarding or skiing. So that is kind of similar to like boating. You can't really go out on a boat for just a couple hours. I mean, obviously you can, but if you spend a whole day on a boat, it's much better because you can actually go somewhere and like bring a picnic lunch or catch the fish that you eat at lunch (laughs) (laughs) since we're just so good at fishing. (laughs) Fishing. Fly fishing takes skill. I've never been fly fishing. Drop fishing on a boat though is zero skill. Pretty much just an excuse to drink beer. Wait. Oh, we were just going on the pretenses excuse? <laughs> oh, I just thought that was the purpose. Just catching fish was secondary. Because pretty much. I always, I always tell everyone that when you go fishing, it's not the act of catching a fish that makes it any fun. It's all the beer you get to drink, and you hope you don't catch anything because that involves work. We spent a lot of time fishing with no beer, though. We did, but we also enjoy being on the water. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I can't... I, I just can't afford that, though. No. I also I don't want to afford it. I mean, just boats are just a hole in the water that you throw money into because they're always breaking. There's always something wrong. And what's well, a terrible climate for any mechanical? <laughs> Absolutely, salt water is fantastic. Oh yeah, but I mean, I don't know. So like, what we've talked now about a couple of things, but like, if you had all the money in the world, what would be your number one hobby? I was not prepared for this question. <laughs> I wish I had more time to think about it. Okay, so I mean, we can... We can Do you already have an answer, though? Uh, probably... Prob- maybe. Maybe. I, I'm tempted to say driving incredibly expensive cars around a track. Okay. So, would they be your own cars, or just you just rent it for the day? Because you have Doesn't that matter. much money. That's true. <laughs> we are... Doesn't really matter. I mean, I'm not really sure that I would want to be the one working on those cars, is it, no, I wouldn't want to work on incredibly expensive cars. I'll tell you that much. But if you had, if you had infinite money, what would you care? Yeah, sure. I don't know. Th- that would be really cool, though. I, that gets me really excited just thinking about it. <laughs> How excited? Uh, quite. Quite. <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10, it's up there. <laughs> I, there's so many things that are just running through my mind right now. With infinite money to do whatever hobby I wanted to, it'd probably be to play tennis, honestly. But the... But but as a, ho- a hobby, or would that be your job? Oh, oh wait. That, no, that's my job. Right. No, no, no. So, like, <laughs> ideally, would you be top tennis player? Or or are you just saying tennis is what you like no. to do in your free time? No. Because that sounds kind of... Well, I mean, I don't play tennis in my free time anymore because... You I, do it as a job. I do it as a job. Right. And the last thing I want to do when I get off work is go play... Play more tennis. <laughs> the problem everyone wants me to join a league with them and i'm just like no i don't want to go play tennis when i walk out of this club yeah okay that's fair i guess before you your job was tennis definitely would have been tennis just to be competitive in it but now i don't want to be that competitive it it wouldn't just be a hobby because it would have to be a dedication and that's no longer a hobby it's just a job that i'm not i'm paying for rather than being paid for Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm so 
Anything? Uh, anything? Or too many things? There's too, too many there's things. There's so come many on. things. I think what would be really fun, though, is to try to get as many photos of places I've been. I think that would be a great hobby to just collect as much like tokens from trips if I had that much money as a hobby would just be exploring traveling not traveling but I mean obviously there's some traveling but I mean like exploring places like going to you know the middle of a desert like the Sahara or the top of a mountain somewhere like that would just be so much fun to me like climb Mount Everest Uh, that's that is not anywhere on my list (laughs) I would love to be at the top of Mount Everest at one point in my life I would not Oh, man, I was uh, listening to a guy on a podcast the other day who climbed on a, on a rope. He climbed the length of Mount Everest. Yeah, or, or the uh, the height of Mount Everest. So he climbed, I think it's like 8,000-something feet on a rope. I might be off, but... Was he... Wait, how tall do you think Everest is? Uh, Let's just... 8,000 feet? That's it? It's a mile and a half? Yeah. Yeah? probably higher than that yeah, a little bit <laughs> i don't know I, I don't have a good idea Eight thousand is just the number that came to my mind oh. when thinking about the podcast gotcha uh how tall is it uh, i'm pretty sure it's a couple miles high couple miles high wow like seven i think seven miles i think it's i don't know that i think it's like thirty six thousand feet i feel like we should look this up <laughs> well see how about how about what you talk about how he did that feat i'll look up how tall mount ever since mm, sheer mental strength there we go. Nailed it. <laughs> That's not helpful. I mean, like, what, what do you mean? Like, was it just a rope on the ground? So this is... What? A rope on the ground? No, it was like a... Like, was he... Like, was it just strung from one end to another end, and he just kind of, I don't like, know. You've exhausted the it. details that I know about this. This is the same guy, though, I believe, that uh, just recently completed a swim all around Great Britain. Took him five months to do that, and he was swimming for 12 hours a day. Six hours on, six hour break. Six hours on, six hour break. And he finished in the middle or beginning of November. So it wasn't warm for a lot of that. That guy's nuts. Uh, so crazy. the elevation is 29,000 feet. I was close. Yeah, you know, only off by a factor of three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> when you said 8,000, it's like. So that's five, five and a half or so miles. Yeah. 5,280 feet in a mile. Yeah, but that's still really... If he climbed the height of Mount Everest on a rope in either direction, either vertical or horizontal, that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but clearly this guy's crazy. He also ran a marathon towing a car. So is this his hobby? It's probably his job, I guess. They didn't actually get into that. Is he just like an enduro athlete? His name is Ross Edgley, by the way, and he's a he's a British guy. I think that he just likes setting feats of strength, basically. I mean, he got I don't know how many world records for swimming for five months and change, and not ever touching dry land in between, sleeping on the boat, and crazy. Oh, he slept on a boat. Slept on a boat. I mean, he had a whole crew with him. See, if he had just taken a raft with him and just swam with that raft, and then... Yeah, that would have gone well. I mean, it would have been way more impressive to me. <laughs> now that I, he's on a boat, I'm not as impressed. No, I mean, he had to eat, uh, like, 15,000 calories a day, or maybe it was... Oh, gosh. I 
should stop talking about things that I can't remember the details for. <laughs> I, mean, I think it was either fifteen or thirty thousand calories a day. So he was swimming. I'm gonna and go he was with like, the under on that one and say fifteen thousand. He was swimming for t- swimming for twelve hours a day. You know how many calories that burns? I'm gonna say about fifteen thousand because thirty thousand <laughs> sounds like an extraordinary high number. But he couldn't. If he was in a calorie deficit, his body would have shut down and died. Shut down and <laughs> died. So he needed a significant calorie surplus. So, but he was like swimming in the water, and people were throwing him bananas, and he was eating these salty bananas while he was swimming. I'm still laughing about how much emphasis he put on that calorie deficit. Why? He would have died. <laughs> he would have died. Yes, because they just let him drown right then and there. Well, his body would have torn itself apart. He would have not stopped swimming at first. He would have just <laughs> immediately gone under. <laughs> Dead if he didn't hit exactly 15,000 calories in a day, instant death. <laughs> instant death. Could you imagine having to eat 15,000 calories though of food? It would be sickening. I can hardly imagine eating like 1,000 calories of food in a meal. I do that every day. I know. But after that, I'm I'm just like, oh, what uh, Speaking doing? of food, so I wrote to McDonald's today. Oh, you're one of those people. I asked them to sponsor my lifestyle because I was trying to help them reverse the stigma about their food. Say, I'll, I'll eat a healthy lifestyle and eat McDonald's every day if you guys provide. Mm-hmm. I got an automated response saying no, basically. <laughs> like immediately. Wow. So I'm waiting. I'm hoping that, you know, somebody sees this and shares it or something. And then McDonald's actually gives me a real response. Because that would be Did awesome. you send them an email and write this on Twitter? No, I, I wrote it on, on whatever their contact page was. Oh. You said, please sponsor me? Uh, pretty much. I mean, I put it in different words. I told them, like, what my lifestyle was and, like, that I eat there three to five times a week for the last three months. I feel like this is a setup to a joke of some sort. No, I'm dead serious. This is what I did. <laughs> this was my hobby today. Who are you? <laughs> is your, would you say eating is your hobby, then? <laughs> your main hobby? For sure. I love McDonald's. That's not even a good one, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Would you want to be a food connoisseur? Like, if you could t- pick out, like... Would that even be on the radar of your hobbies? Food connoisseur, like what? Like going around and like, like rating or being critic of food. Mm, no. So number one, I have pretty low standards for food. <laughs> so I can enjoy like a, a really well done meal, but I can also, you know, time and place enjoy McDonald's, right? So if I was a food connoisseur, I would be way too picky, and I just that. Most food would just be unsatisfying. And how disappointing would that be? To have to have a five-star meal every meal or else you'd just be depressed. Wouldn't that be terrible? Yeah, I, I mean... So no, not on my... Okay, I, like, I, would, I, I would like to go places and enjoy more of cultural food to some extent. Not, not, not like the weird stuff, not like what... Bugs. Yeah, not about that. Not about what Anthony Bourdain was doing. Next time cicadas are around, though, I might I might try a cicada. People eat those. Are you are you being facetious right no, now? No, no. I've just people eat them all the time, and so monkey see, monkey do. Just <laughs> you just watch people eat cicadas, and you just uh, go out and take one off a tree now. I I don't know about all that, but are you but, gonna cook it first? Oh, I don't know. I think they might bake them. I don't how, know. how do you get them to stay still? 
Well, they're not going to fly out of the oven. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they, like what if you had them like perfectly arranged? Like you got them cold, so they didn't move that much. I didn't say I'd eat a bunch of cicadas. <laughs> <laughs> just one, just one. That, so something like that. Like I would do it just to try it. But in generally, I don't. I'm not about eating that weird stuff. But yeah, I'd like to go to Thailand and Japan and get like their uh, cultural cuisine straight from the. I will admit people have some crazy hobbies. Instagram allows you to see some of the hobbies people do and some of the hobbies that my friends have. I'm kind of appalled. Examples, please. So All of the examples. (laughs) Curious. I don't think we really talked about this all that much. So this this one girl I follow, she does healthy eating and she is always trying new products out and she like shows what she's gonna like try for the day and like protein shakes that are like made of like I could have sworn one said soil. Was it soylent? No. Just four letters. <laughs> just soil. Okay. And okay. she's willing to try any of these, you know, as long as it's vegan, which the only reason I follow her is because we were friends in high school, I think. Are you um, saying you have a problem with vegans? Sorry, continue. No, I don't have... Well, I don't <laughs> no, no, agree no, with go vegans. Go ahead, go ahead. But <laughs> she's just trying things that are just nuts. Literally. Nuts. Uh, like bad. tree bark. Who just decided that you know what would make a delicious drink? A birch tree. And then we just grind up some birch wood here and put it in a pulp and then toss it in my all natural plant based protein and I'm drink it. A little disgusted. She, I get the feeling that she worships Peter Rabbit. <laughs> I would wouldn't put against money against that. <laughs> Not at all. That is strange. Is that, that is that a hobby or is she just like nuts? So are we classifying even like some lifestyles as hobbies? Because I don't, like, know. I don't think she can keep this up forever. I think eventually something will kill her. Probably. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I was kind of thinking normal people. Oh, what they do in their non-work time so well also besides her healthy eating Mm -hmm. habits Mm -hmm. they're also touring well they they decided they weren't going to buy a home instead they bought a van and turned it into a home and now it's a home on wheels like a volkswagen van Mm -hmm. like the mystery so it's the worst rv ever yeah (laughs) and that's their hobby isn't there they do that and How does it make money to survive? I would say it's not much. But what do they do to make I money? I believe she sells these health products. Bark? Tree bark. <laughs> I soil. made this nice bark and soil smoothie. It's just got that real earthy taste to it. I mean, the usual hobbies I see, though, like hunting. Mm-hmm. I think that's a grand old hobby. I, I don't like sitting in the woods for hours upon time in the cold to wait for a deer, but... I see why people would enjoy it. I don't think... I think that you would like uh, West, uh, Midwest hunting, where you actually have to go out and find the animal. Oh, and You like, have to, like, find... And make, you like, could use elk as an example. Find elk, be always downwind from them with a bow, sneak up to less than 40 yards, not alert them, and then hit that precise shot and then feed yourself and your family for an entire year on that one animal. <laughs> You're right. I would enjoy that. I I enjoyed. We did a a deer walk. I don't I don't know exactly what it's called or deer deer drive. 
That's what it's called. Deer drive. So you do know what it's called. I okay. do. It took me a second. Uh, so You're basically, you have stirring all the deer up. Pretty much, you have people walk from one end of an area to another end and basically drive the deer towards the shooters. Like the people walking also have guns because if they can take a shot, they why not? But I could see where that goes terribly wrong because if you set it up wrong, you have people shooting at each other. Crossfire, bam bam. <laughs> so what we did was we just stood on one side of a ridge and they just drove the deer through the like the valley below us, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun because it was just open season. At we sat there for three hours, and then we took. I took five shots because that's all I had in my shotgun. And I hit nothing. <laughs> but it was really exciting for those two minutes that they were running by. Hmm. Sounds like it doesn't, I don't know, take as much skill. Yeah, hunting, so hunting is something that I would like to do, but it, I don't know if I really You want to make it skill-based, it. though, such as using a bow and arrow? Well, your season is so much longer, at least in this area. Because shotgun season is a weekend and you can't use a rifle. Right. Well, in Maryland, except for Garrett County, you can use a rifle. Yeah. Maybe some of the other counties out west there, but down here, nope, can't use a rifle ever. Yeah, and it's oh, it's uh, I think it's two weekends for shotgun season, and then there's some a couple of weekends I think for muzzleloader. Would you want to do duck hunting? Duck hunting, um, like sitting yeah. in a blind or sitting on a boat, like going on a boat. I just think that being on a boat would be really cold. Because I pretty sure duck season's also in the winter. I think most hunting is in the winter. I think there's probably some uh, health reasons for that, because in the summer animals get all ticky and gross are more likely to be sick. But Fair enough. I didn't actually know that was the reason why. I don't know if that's the reason, but it makes sense, because yeah. I mean, you don't want to be trying to eat a deer that's infested with deer ticks, and you eat the meat and you get Lyme disease or something. That's definitely not how it works. I was, but I was gonna say, <laughs> we're going to have to have a podcast on infections because we need to be educated. Regardless, it, it seems healthier. Okay. I've heard don't shoot squirrels in the summer because they're gross. Maybe because they're just real gamey because they're they're constantly moving in the summer so they don't have much meat on them. They're not My dog up. thinks they're constantly moving all year round. <laughs> in fact, I would bet that they're constantly moving all year round. Well, here, but don't squirrels hibernate? No. Yes. No way. They. Why do they store nuts then? To find them in the winter, when the nuts aren't readily available. They don't hibernate. No. Uh, I bet they do. They don't. They, they definitely don't. don't. I see squirrels out all year round. Well, I mean, he, I'm saying, but. Oh, well, they might hibernate for very short periods of times, like at night. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Enough. So, Called sleeping. So hunting, good hobby, bad hobby. Good. 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 Okay. I. I mean, it's it's definitely not for everybody. Uh, I don't definitely don't agree with trophy hunting. Just hunting, just for the fact that you can say whatever I killed this thing. I think that you should always try and use every single bit of the animal possible, and that's just from a purely human standpoint. I, I'm not going to disagree with you. Okay, good. I don't know. You're, you're getting those eyes. <laughs> about to rip one into me. Well, I was just thinking about the outlash for the last time, like Cecil the lion was killed. That was nuts, the outlash. Cecil the lion? Yeah, it was some lion out that was like the, the leader of the pride out in Africa, and someone shot it finally and killed it and put it on for a trophy hunt. And the outlash that people said we should just shoot you and stuff you and put you as a trophy seemed like a bit of an overkill. So while we're talking about this, I've got a little bit of insight into these things. So in Africa, all those trophy hunts quote unquote 
that people pay to go hunt animals, that animal, someone's going to shoot it anyways. That anim- that specific animal, like, let's say it's a rhino or an elephant, that animal is being a nuisance. It is tearing through farmers' fields and destroying their livelihood. Or if it's a lion, it's eating all their cattle. So that animal kind of needs to go anyways. That animal is ruining the economy and the livelihood of the people in these areas. Oh, okay. And they're not endangered. Well, I thought you had a problem with trophy hunting, though. That seems so. Like- so, so here, here's here's the thing. It's not exactly trophy hunting because most it, it kind of is for that one person, but all of that meat goes to the community. So let's say there's a hippo going through and destroying all the stuff. They kill the hippo. The, the town gets the hippo meat. Okay. And apparently, it's, that kind of stuff is delicious. I mean, we don't. We have something against eating predators, for some reason, like wolves and bears. But it's just as edible as venison. I, I've had bear, not not very good. Which I see why we have a problem with it. So, <laughs> uh, it depends. Yeah. It depends. Some bears that have access to fish taste like fish. Bears that don't have access to fish tastes like blueberries and that sounds <laughs> awesome yeah apparently if a bear eats a lot of blueberries the meat turns kind of purpley blue and tastes really good i'm glad you informed me of these things yeah i'm full of all kinds of useless information besides the height of everest <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit off on that one <laughs> all right other hobbies what other hobbies do you see people do or not i guess not see but hear of people doing so, I mean, I don't know if it's exactly a hobby, but uh, dirt biking and... Why is it? Oh, it's a hobby. I, was, I wasn't thinking... I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Dirt biking and ATV. That would be cool. If I lived in the Midwest and was around some mountains just exploring on an ATV. I, oh, I didn't get to talk about snowmobiling. Oh, yeah. That's... Well, we'll stick with that one. Well, that, that's pretty similar. So, yeah. I mean, you can just... Out with so I, say. I've... I had a dirt bike for a while before I destroyed it, and then I've ridden on an ATV plenty of times. Wasn't it destroyed when you got it, pretty much? Barely in working condition? It was barely in working condition, and then I was out riding one day, and I went to downshift, and I realized the throttle was stuck to wide open. And I decided that before I was going to go out, since the brakes were giving me problems, I wasn't going to fix them anyway, because I was just thinking, I'm not going to get that, I'm not going to get going that fast. And I decided to open or wide up, and then I realized I couldn't open or wide down. I just had to <laughs> open or wide down. That's a good one. So was just absolutely hauling, and I just downshifted to first gear. I mean, way in the red band. Just absolutely maxed that thing out. And just I'm sure as, blew the engine. No, I just jumped <laughs> off, and it just kind of hit something and fell apart. Okay, so, anyway, sorry, what are you going to say about uh, snowmobiling? Well, no, I want to keep talking about dirt biking first. Oh, okay. Dirt biking is a great hobby. I think it's lots of fun, and it's not terribly expensive. Yeah, dirt bikes are fairly cheap. I mean, you get a really good dirt bike for a thousand bucks. Yeah, that, and also they're they're pretty easy to work on. Yeah. I mean, if you have any mechanical skill, they're not, it's not like you have, besides the engine itself, all the all the work on it is maintenance. It's pretty routine and yeah. easy and I'm sure there's a million videos on YouTube but I, I, do it. I it's just it's pretty easy to pick up 
and then it's something that takes a while to master, which I make I think makes a great hobby. Something that you can spend a lot of time and still not know everything. But that's that's again not all that accessible to people. I get. I mean, people in the city. Well, kids in the city have dirt bikes all the time. Do Look they? At Philadelphia. I don't. I'm not familiar. Oh, there's just street gangs that they ride on dirt bikes and ATVs because they're cheaper than cars. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. It'd be great if they instead of having dirt bikes had horses. That would They're ride around the city on horses. Like. So we're playing Red Dead. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like that. Let's so and then snowmobiling. Obviously, it's I haven't I haven't done it the most. I've dirt bike. I've ridden dirt bike way more than I've snowmobiled. But that was the most fun I've had on a vehicle in my entire life. Was out west on snowmobile. Was it that much different than being on a ATV? It it, it rides more like a dirt bike than an ATV. So you have to lean, huh? You you have to lean with it. You have to rock with it. Thank you. <laughs> it, and it just it handles sim- closer to a dirt bike because the track it's since the single track on the back. Mm-hmm. It and that where all the power is. It it rides like that. Interesting. It, it I didn't it, think about that that way because it's it's kind of it's a wide track. Yeah. So you can do burnouts, which are really easy on ATVs and not very easy on bikes. The snowmobile is amazing at doing donuts in the snow. Yeah. That yeah, sounds like awesome. Awesome fun. And awesome then time. Also, knowing that if you fall off, you're most likely going to fall in about five to six feet of powder makes you incredibly confident, which gives you all the fun because besides hitting a tree or hitting a rock... Or throwing your snowmobile off a cliff like your brother did. You're right. I forgot James did that. But that was on a trail. That was That is not nearly as much fun to me it was fun like exciting but like being out in open fields and just gunning it gunning it doing the worst that can happen is you die obviously but uh the only real danger of that is you hitting the snowmobile yes which if you like every time i got into trouble i pretty much just jumped off and let the snowmobile just carry itself till it stopped yeah because it's not gonna go on forever yeah unless they have cruise control which you if you're messing around in the snowmobile you shouldn't put it on cruise control i I'm sure some do, but mm-hmm. the ones that we were riding didn't. Mm-hmm. You could also run yourself over with one, as my father did. Nice. Well, at least it's powder beneath you, so it's not going to hurt as bad as if you're running yourself over with the car. <laughs> yes, I hear that's what hurts, is the pavement hurts a lot in a car. <laughs> in well, well, it'll just push you a little bit further into the snow. Yeah, okay. Right? I, I, mean, no, I, I get what you're going for. Yeah. But... Snowmobile, I, I didn't even think about that at first. If I had infinite money, I would be out west snowmobiling everywhere. Mm, that'd be your go-to? That would be my go-to. Wow. The most fun I've had in my entire life. Wow. Guess I need to try it. You do. I've always wanted to. We should I go would... out west sometime since... <laughs> yeah, we should. We, we also realize that we're adults and we can plan our own vacations. Isn't that weird? <laughs> we should plan one out west. Yeah, we could totally do that. Except you're broke. I'm not broke. I just don't have the job you have. So let's just get your parents to take us. Well, they're going on the 26th, so you're a bit late on that. Oh, darn. Are you going with them? No. I couldn't Can't afford it. Can't take time off work? No, I couldn't afford the flight. They wouldn't pay for you? Nope. <laughs> they said they'll pay for everything else, but I have to pay for my own flight, and it was $1,000. A 1000 bucks? Yeah. I guess because it's so last minute. Yep. I mean, I can get a fairly last minute flight to Hawaii for 1000 bucks. That's yeah, fairly. I mean, a couple months in advance. 
this would be a month at most was I think mm. all the time I had about it because yeah. at first they were just they wanted to go by themselves and then as it got closer and closer they wanted us to come but you gotta pay for the flight. you gotta pay for the flight yeah. uh. so next winter I'll go with them because they're gonna do it again just I'll this time have heads up to buy a plane ticket that sounds like a blast well you should come if you can find the time I'm saving up my vacation for something yeah don't know what so other so I'm trying to think what hobby that these we were kind of talking about all male hobbies I know that's you know assigning genders but like what hobbies do women do that most men wouldn't oh well I don't even know if you could really I I feel like every hobby that that comes to mind is something that men or women would do but I mean for like dirt biking like it's mostly guys yeah. that ride mm-hmm. and then for snow well, I guess snowboarding was in skiing or e- either mm-hmm. either way right I was gonna say riding horses, because but I just I don't see how that's entertaining in any way. Having a one ton animal so be inches from breaking your foot or jaw. <laughs> I I if we were still in the time period where we were riding around on horses, I think it'd be awesome. But that being said, I'm not ever gonna have a horse because would you ever ride a horse? I've ridden a horse before. Oh, what'd you think of it? It was cool ish interesting i don't get all that show stuff and the running around the barrels and jumping and stuff i don't get all that but it was cool i mean it's it's like a a giant weird dog (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's interesting being that close to an animal that you can pretty much trust it not to kill you but if it wants to kill you oh it will i watched a video uh the other week with a guy slapped a horse's butt and then it kicked him in the face (laughs) like i couldn't imagine how much surgery that took to fix did he live well instagram showed it so i assume he didn't die immediately i don't know i didn't i didn't follow up the story i just i just saw the the initial hit and him fall over ow Uh. it makes me me just cringe thinking about Uh. getting kicked like that my face hurts (laughs) Well, I have a friend, she, she rode, rides horses or rode horses, and she had to have massive jaw surgery from her jaw being broken. I can't, she fell off? I think she fell off. Yeah. I don't think she got kicked. I think that happens a lot. It just, oh, that doesn't sound like a fun hobby. That goes on a bad hobby for me. I feel like people who are into horses are way too into horses. <laughs> I mean, that's a huge generalization, but the small handful of people that I know that do horse stuff... Are, that's that's their life at this point. I think it's also a insanely expensive hobby. Yes, yes, it is. The, like either show or even racing. Racing, I think, would be more expensive than showing. Prob probably, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Would you want? Would you want to do like like be a cowboy? Like do that thing out west where they like you like can go herd cattle and be a cowboy for like a week. Out on a ranch. Out for a week? Like a white people get away from their city lives kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Yep. I wouldn't want to do it in that context. Well, would you... If I grew up out there and it wasn't that abnormal and that was like my summer job when I was in high school, I could see myself enjoying it. Would you want to ride a bull? No. uh, Uh-uh. A little part of me wants to try it at least once. I will do the mechanical bull in like a bar. I'd do that. I, I think... 
bull riding would be so much fun until I, I got feel bored. Like that's one of the stupidest ones. Oh, not as stupid as the running with the bulls in uh, Spain, in whatever city that's in. Yeah, that's that's the stupid. It's not really a hobby. It's it's an event, no, that's, but that's, it's really stupid. That's throughout Spain. Is, is it running with the bulls? Yeah, it's they're like one of their holidays. So multiple worst cities. holiday ever. <laughs> <laughs> but so Spain. It's kind of it's kind of dampered down because obviously all the the animal activists say how terrible it is, which I could see why. You have bulls running into walls and getting hurt. Whose fault is that? Trying to escape this city. I just want to know what the like. I wonder if they just want to do like, you know, run the bulls to the city, and then some people decide they wanted to outrun these bulls. Just I want to know what that first guy was thinking. Like, do you think he was doing it for a crush? I think he had to be doing it for a girl. Because only a girl would make a guy do something that stupid. <laughs> Either that or he's an adrenaline junkie. Because those are the two situations I could see someone willingly stepping in front of a 2,000 pound animal with horns that are two feet long that could impale you. Would you do anyway. any, like, sky sports, like skydiving or, uh, what's the, g- base, base, base jumping? jumping? I have no interest in base jumping. I feel like base jumping is just a great way to hit a cliff. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I would. Uh, whew, I'm. I'm not. I'm not that good with heights, but I would kind of like to go skydiving one time. Oh, and walk away from it. <laughs> not that. You're guaranteed to do it one time, <laughs> and also walk away from it. I should add that part in. Also walk away. You want to do skydiving and landing. And skydiving well, and landing. And safely. Safely. <laughs> I guess everyone has to land at some point. <laughs> yeah. I I think if I did it multiple times, I would want to do the one where you jump out of a plane and just land in a net. No parachute. Haven't seen that. That looks insanely fun. Oh, I saw um, this guy was trying to set a world record, I guess. But So basically they set up... Uh, I don't know, let's call it 300 meters of cardboard boxes that were, like, stacked uh, 15, 20 feet high. And so he base jumped with the wingsuit out of a helicopter or plane with no parachute and landed, like, uh, he did, like, a plane landing into the cardboard boxes. And he he lived. He came out okay. No parachute. No backup plan. If if he wasn't in the right place at the right time, no backup plan. If there's a huge gust of wind that pushed him, you know, one foot that way, <laughs> dead. Or imagine if he just didn't get the angle right and he was about 100 yards short. <laughs> <laughs> he would have hit the boxes just way too late. <laughs> Craziness. But interesting. So what, what other, like, adrenaline hobbies are there besides base, what, spelunking? Would you do that? Uh, that's going into caves and stuff? Like, underwater caves, I believe. Ooh, no. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, no, that's just cave exploring, right? Okay. Spelunking's cave exploring. Then, ooh, I don't know. If, I don't know, that that kind of weirds me out. I thought you liked rock climbing, though. I thought you were all about that. We should talk about rock climbing eventually. Okay. In, in fact, right now, we should talk about it. Okay. What was your take on it? Because uh, I didn't do it. So, to be fair, I never did it outside. I was, it was always in the gym. Um, again, heights, bit of an issue. So I was I was mostly into the bouldering, which is the um, the shorter, let's call it ten foot things, where you don't need a harness and you just put a pad underneath you. So you're never really in that much danger unless you land funny. 
But those are also more complex and difficult and require more thinking, which is kind of like why I like them better. Okay. But going up the 50, 100-foot cliffs and stuff, not, not, a, not really about that. There's a guy who uh, free-climbed Yosemite and a bunch of other things, and he is a ballsy dude, but I have no interest in that. For sure, no interest in that. But rock climbing, it, I mean, it's most of the time safe. It's just that I, I see. I'm not really willing to put a put a huge risk on my life just for fun. You know what I mean? Uh, no, because I've already talked <laughs> about how I'd want to do things. If if I had infinite money and I wouldn't have to worry about like abandoning anybody, I'd do all of these things I've been talking about. Rock climbing. Uh, no, I would not do rock climbing because I have I have a huge problem with heights that don't kill me. So if it's a height that'll maim me, I've got a massive problem with it. Like if like a fifty foot fall, I'm dead or totally fine. Uh, yeah, if, if I hit the ground from like three hundred feet, I'm not too worried about it because I know if I hit the ground, it's not going to hurt because I'm going to be dead on impact. But like if it's like a seventy five foot fall where like I could just break my legs and back, I'm terrified. So um, what about the guys who did a uh, I don't know if it's a tightrope, but uh, tightrope, whatever, walk between the Twin Towers when they were still standing. Would you do that? No harness? No, because I don't like... That's <laughs> balancing, which is not something... But I'm, you're not going to live. You're right, but I also <laughs> don't want to do that because okay. I couldn't do it. Uh, no interest in that. Yeah. That's just pure insanity. What about like... Uh, oh, uh, I saw a guy in China free climb I guess it was like an abandoned building and a building under construction like a skyscraper he free climbed it and then base jumped off of it you have any interest in that the climbing part yes ooh it's ter- it was terrifying if I started, especially like the ending if part. I started halfway <laughs> a point above the point of you death you are so strange about I, this I, I do it, it just doesn't terri- make any sense to me it terrifies me to just imagine hitting the ground and hearing the hit like that's what terrifies me is hearing the hit because I that's know that's not what should worry you. I'm not dead yet. That's not what should worry you. But I would do skydiving. The only thing is, the logical side of me understands risk, which is like the chances of it happening versus the consequence. The consequence is death. Therefore, the risk is incredibly high, and I don't want to take it. Even yes. though the chance of it happening are so, so, yeah. so low. But still, the, the risk is incredibly high because it's death, which is the highest risk, I would say. Well, That's I, why I don't it's do these probably hobbies. less risky to go skydiving than it is to drive your car to work. Agreed. So. I still don't get that argument, though. Of <laughs> what does that, does that make me want to do it more? Because I have a chance. Does it make you want to drive less? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I always <laughs> want to drive less, though. Hence why I want. Well, actually, I don't want autonomous vehicles. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to drive in in DC anymore. That's fair. I don't think anybody really wants to drive in DC. But anyways, I. Uh, what about water sports? You ever been like water skiing or wakeboarding? I tried wakeboarding. I only got up once and and then immediately biffed it. And it hurt really bad, and I've never tried it again. Because Would you want to try it again? No. that The amount of pain I suffered in that hit was one of the top pains I've ever experienced. Did you have a bad driver? No, I was a bad person. I Well, I know that, but I'm talking about wakeboarding here. No. So <laughs> I got up, and then I was in the wake, and then I got out of the wake, and then I went back in, or I tried to go back in, and all I did was... Catch it? 
catch it and hit your face and chest mostly the chest was not hurt the most because my face my, my nose is so big that it broke the water perfectly it's just like a perfect swanton dive so you wouldn't be a fan of the belly flop and back flop competitions no where people jump yeah. off of t- uh, 20 feet diving boards purposefully to do belly flops no no wouldn't wouldn't be a fan would you ever do diving as a hobby like what kind of diving are you talking about like cliff diving or just any like just jumping off things and diving into water i mean i see the thing with that how do you practice that (laughs) how do you practice that that's always what i've wondered about those kinds of things i I can't think of another example you try and try and try again until you get it right but but you could die if you do it wrong how do you get to the point where you're comfortable jumping off of what's the high dive the high high dive like 50 feet in the Olympics? Yeah. Couldn't tell you. All right. So let's just say it's 8,000 feet. Okay. <laughs> it's 8,000 feet. The length of a rope. <laughs> oh, go on. I, I thought you keep talking I, here. It's just, I, I don't know. That's that's a pretty obscure one. It'd be kind of cool if I wasn't at any great risk of... Would you swim as a hobby? Yeah. Yeah. I, you... My problem with swimming is just that it's inconvenient as hell. Yeah. Very inconvenient. I mean... Yeah. You have to have a pool. Or, or a pool. I mean, access to a pool. But even if, let's say, I had a pool 10 minutes away, drive 10 minutes, get changed 10 minutes, swim for, let's call it an hour, and then shower and change and drive back, we're looking at at least two hours. For, yeah. For ju- for an hour workout. That's, that's, that's a lot. So does working out, well, I still want to talk about diving because you have me really interested on this whole it could kill you. I was just, I was asking more about like twenty feet and under kind of dives, not like jump from the top so, of a building. I don't know. That doesn't really strike me as much of a hobby. People do it all the time. They go places on the coast and find places to jump off, and it's just basically well, it's swimming and diving. So is, is are, you ta- are you talking about cliff diving? I'm still not sure. No, I'm, I'm not. I guess some cliffs. Why would you go anywhere else other than? Why would you go to a different pool to? I'm not talking about pools. I'm talking about, like, oceans and lakes. Mm -hmm. So they're diving off of... Anything. Would you do it, regardless of height? I don't care how tall... Sure. Let's just say, sure, why not? So would you you say you find that fun? So you would find that fun? I... Did you you go to Fall Falls with us? I did not. Ever? Nope. Never mind. This point is regardless of what I was going to make. Because we did that. We went to fall, like went to the waterfalls and everywhere and like jumped off the falls. And that was so much fun. That, I, that would be a great hobby. Just go to places that you can swim and jump from. And I think that would just be great. It doesn't seem to me that, I guess, simply the act of diving would be more fun than the trouble that it's worth. The whole experience, if you're camping and hiking with great friends and just having a blast, that would be worth it. But just the diving alone, not worth it. Okay. Fair enough. I'm trying to think of water sports because swimming was the only one that came to mind at first and I was just thought how boring that is. I really I've I've done water skiing once I was young and I just got pulled along behind the boat underneath the water and that was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> tubing is a blast though. Have like, you done tubing? Tu- yeah. Yeah. I think that's It's kinda alright. What? You're just sitting there. No, you have a driver who's trying to kill you, basically. <laughs> and you try to hang on for dear life. Wow. 
you have a much different experience with these things than I. Do. Yeah, so I, I understand. I understand that. Yeah, would you try the the tube that at a certain point of speed it goes airborne? What? <laughs> yeah, they, well, they're banned in most places now because they kill people because they flip in air. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nope. I don't think I would. <laughs> maybe, maybe if I could have a guarantee that it would be no more than a foot off the off the water. <laughs> I think it's the height it can get is the length of the rope. <laughs> so no, it would be no, a no, foot no. behind the boat. No, prop. that's not physically possible. <laughs> it's not going to be straight on top of the boat. Well, I'm saying if it if it if it's at peak and the boat would just like slow down, I think it would sail over, and I think that's where it was killing people because it was like the boat was slowing down and the thing was catching up to the boat. <laughs> that was the big issue. <laughs> Something about this doesn't seem right. No, that seems stupid. Oh, you um, you familiar with those uh, really really fast? Boats, um, not, jet skis. No, 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 no. Uh, the the plane on the water. Oh, they're just they're super long, so they have. So not not cigarette boats. They're like uh, prod. They're pretty much concept boats, but they don't have a keel or anything, so they just sit on top of the water. Oh, what really is that fast. called? It's in the Incredibles. Have it. I don't know. It's just got basically two wings that sit that mm-hmm, it rides yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Those aren't concepts. Those are actual things. Yeah, but the, I know. I know, but they're kind of like a concept boat because they're not. What, what are you asking me? What I think about? Would them? you do it? No, <laughs> uh, no, because <laughs> I I like flying, and I like boats, but I don't want them combined. Hmm. Hmm. It seems like a really. It seems stupid for it to work and for you to steer it is to go fast. Mm-hmm. Because when you go slow, you have no control. Right. And if you go really fast, you still don't have that much control. Kind of like, kind of like jet skis. Jet skis are k- kind of fun, but they get old after a while. I I thought jet skis for the first hour were super fun, and then after that, I could have done without them. I would prefer to have a boat that I can go fishing on. Even if the boat can't go all that fast, even if you can't really tube behind the boat. I mean, you could you could tube behind any boat really. It doesn't have to go that fast. It just has to create some kind of weak. Yeah, for it to be any fun. Yeah, <laughs> if you could two behind a kayak, if you really wanted to, <laughs> it I, wouldn't be much of a hobby. Well, so whoever your friend is is either loves you or hates you. Like, <laughs> to paddle, you would. <laughs> I'm gonna ride this raft, and you're gonna pull it. It would be uh, how fast do you think those crew boats go? The crew rowing things, seventeen knots. So, <laughs> <laughs> are you sure it's not eight thousand miles an hour? <laughs> Uh, you know what? I have this amazing thing called Google. I'm going to go look up average speed of a rowboat. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? Not, it's not a rowboat. <laughs> not very fast. What do they call it? Crew? I, crew is the sport, I think. I, but I don't know specifically what it's called or what the boat's called. I know that there's a, a girl typically because they're light on the front telling people where to go. She's called a coxswain. For, 14 miles an hour. Wow. So that's pretty close to 17 knots, actually. I'm glad that guess was right there. <laughs> Wasn't off by a factor of three and a half. Uh, regardless. <laughs> would, I, would, would you do crew? Do you think that would be a fun hobby? No. Like just solo crew where you're just sitting there rowing Not really. Did you watch uh, Jack Ryan? That's where I thought of it. Yeah. No. I don't think it'd be all that fun. No. Okay. What about sailing? No. Even, uh, have you ever been sailing? No. So, small boats, small sailboats, are crazy, right? Because 
Number one, <laughs> you, there's not a lot of things that can go wrong with the boat itself. It's just a boat, no no real moving parts. I'm sorry, that was a ter- terrible explanation. Yeah, it was. It's but, a boat with but, a boat. But, 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 so, you're in this tiny sailboat, and you're not going very fast, but you feel like you're flying, <laughs> because if the wind's right, and you are constantly at risk of being in the water, and the boat capsizing. <laughs> And it is actually pretty fun. That whole lead up, I thought for sure you're going the other direction. No. So if you get hit in the head, that's not fun. That's not a good time. What do you get in the, the boom? Oh, right. While you're attacking. I was just like, what would you get hit in the head with on a boat? <laughs> the person with the paddle behind you? Because <laughs> there's not enough wind and they're paddling? I don't... No. It's sailing is... Like, I, I don't... I mean... It, it, it's more skill with the smaller boats and it's kind of wild and crazy and it's kind of fun bigger bigger sailing boats don't really do anything for me my brother had a Hobie cat which he said was awesome you want to explain what that is that's uh it's got the two it's like a kind of like a pontoon boat but it's a sailboat it, it's basically just got the two gosh what, what he made in cast pontoons <laughs> maybe the raft and it's got like two smaller kayaks attached to it kind of is it was that si- a- similar i guess but i don't know they're just fast boats they're fast sailboats cool Sk- somewhat skillful huh. i don't know interesting but you have no interest in sailing no, no nope i like boats have no interest in sailing though hmm. i think sailboats are cool to look at i find it interesting when i see them going i'm like wow that's that looks awesome would i want to be on that ship though or boat since it uh, uh, whatever no, I don't want to be on it because the idea of having the only mode of moving is either your physical exertion such as rowing or relying on God nah I prefer a motor huh I think you feel the same way about bicycles I do bicycles suck but the thing is that's a hobby I hate but Okay, why? It's it. So let me just start out by saying, it's obviously not about transportation. Yes. For most people, yes. so you can't say that we biking the car. sucks. <laughs> yeah, we invented the car to get away from the bicycle, which is also not true. We invented the car to get away from the horse. And then somebody decided that the bicycle was a great addition. <laughs> uh, so you can't you can't say that. But so why why do you hate biking so much? Well, I I mostly hate cyclists the person they are because they're crazy people because they will bike in any weather because they're like i need to go on a ride go for a walk 20 minutes tops great you got to go outdoors you got to do something fun get stop first off i don't i don't like them on the road i don't have to like sharing with them on the road because they're tiny individuals where if I hit them, it's mostly my fault. Well, yeah, they're on a bike. Well, yeah. But I, the time I've almost hit a cyclist, it wasn't going to be my fault. He ran a red light, and I was turning. Yeah. So that's you can hate that guy, but you don't have to hate all cyclists. No, I do, because they all act the same. They take that, up, that is very generalistic. They take up you. the middle of the road, and they go 15 so miles an hour. They, they should be going faster than 15, but they... Only take up the road if it's unsafe for you to pass them. Yeah, I get it. Get off-road tires, go ride in the woods. 
<laughs> You're just unwilling to have a realistic conversation about this. I just can't. St- I, well, I enjoyed riding a bike when I was four years old, and then I grew up. <laughs> Harsh, man. I it's it's an exercise somebody took to an extreme, and I don't like that. How, what do you mean? How did they take it to the extreme? Because people were like, "I want to get a workout," and then I also want to go, you know, exploring or whatever. And they're like, "I want to take my bike." And I was like, "Cool." And then they're like, "Well, I want to go for forty miles in traffic now, and then I want to take my bike to work." And that's why I hate everyone. Hmm. So, so what about mountain biking? I think it's absolutely acceptable. Great. Absolutely. Fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I Would I do it? No, because it's too much work for me. That's way too much exertion. Why Why do I get the feeling like you're really lazy about everything? Everything that you've wanted to do has involved you not doing very much. It, no, it involves using a motor to enjoy high speeds. <laughs> and snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> snowboarding is a lot of exertion. Yes. I am wiped after a day of snowboarding. But... I'm using gravity. So you're right. I am pretty lazy. And then skydiving, also just gravity. (laughs) Jumping off cliffs into water. So basically, if we're taking anything out of this, it's just that you're lazy. No, I'm not lazy. My hobbies involve not exerting a lot of energy. So what are your current hobbies? Lifting weights, which involves a lot of energy. (laughs) Uh, And gravity. And video games. Right. Those, I think we've talked plenty about video yeah, games. Those are my so, only two hobbies. Realistically, with what you've got, like the amount of free time and money that you have, what what would be something that you're looking to branch out into, or is there anything? I want to get into like woodworking or you know building like mechanical things. What would be an example of a mechanical thing? I first off want to build my own computer. You just you just got a computer. I just bought one. <laughs> now I want to build my own. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So that's 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 not exactly a hobby. You do that once, and then ten years later you do it again. Oh no, I don't mean like build like what I don't want like want a computer that you know can run a top rate video game. I just want to build it like everything myself in it, like the circuitry. The graphics card, the motherboard, I want to just build that by hand. Solder everything myself. You're joking. Not. You're joking. I'm not. That sounds so much fun to me and enjoyable. Okay, but you know it's going to be a piece of crap, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wanted something that I could turn on and it plays Minecraft. Not even, No, not Minecraft. That's too much. Uh, no. Uh, Minesweeper. Nope, it's not going to happen. You don't know that. I know for sure. The best you could... So... If you really, really, really wanted to do that, then you would have a five foot by five foot by one foot computer that was a calculator. <laughs> Perfectly fine. I just that would be my starting point. No, that's that's a, that is the worst hobby we've discussed. What? <laughs> Maybe to you, it's so stu- you're yeah. It's not. It's not. The goal isn't to have something that works incredibly well or to that does something incredibly powerful. I just want to be able to build it. Hmm. I just want to have a, a goal in mind and reach it and then do something else. Wouldn't it be better to build um, like a car? That, that would Project be, that, car? That's also, bike? Some, that's also something that interests me. It'd much better to get away from this computer thing. That's just no. a waste of time. No, I think that would be so much fun. That would be so stupid. Do like three, like make, my, first off, I want to make my own 3D printer. That's my starting point. Okay, that's doable. That's realistic. Yeah. I, I want to make my own 3D printer. Yeah. And then from there, go with the electrical things. But 
I'd also love to build my car from scratch. As a computer engineer and knowing all of the physical components of even the worst computer ever, this is just not it not should, gonna be. It's a, a hobby fun that should take me forever. For it's not gonna be fun. It, it sounds enjoyable. It sounds miserable. Well, it, that's why it's your job and it's not your hobby. <laughs> Hence why you might want to play tennis someday in your life, but I would never want to play tennis as a hobby. I have a tennis court now. Would you want to go play? Um, yeah. No. I would. Find somebody else. Oh, wait, you're married. You can drag somebody and go do things now. Uh, I don't think she would enjoy that. Have your hobbies... Well, okay, so what, what hobbies would you, with your current setting want to do so i am expanding into woodworking i've just got all this stuff by means what nothing i'm just <laughs> amazed nothing go on i am expanding into woodworking and i am really excited about that because i can make stuff that's actually useful and could look really nice and i mean i've dabbled in it before but just just the making stuff of it is didn't so you make awesome. her a chest of drawers nope I made, that was that was Robbie. Oh, did that. Robbie did that. Yeah, for I made Casey like a a box, which was really, really good for first project ever. Really yeah. good. I was I was impressed because I remember, I couldn't remember who made the box and who made the chest of drawers. Yeah, you've mixed that up many a time. And then I made my mom a really awesome butcher's block. Right. Really awesome, considering it the tools that I had basically was the limiting factor. So now. I have those tools that I need and I'm not limited by that. So now I can like actually make nice stuff. And so that's exciting. Um, and then I'm hobby. also, sorry. I'm also, sorry, I, I would call this a hobby. We are branching out of this podcasting, right. uh, making videos. That's content something else creation. That I'm doing. Content creation. I think, I think creation of any kind is the best kind of hobby. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm just on the other side where I want to do something incredibly tedious that you find appalling. Tedious, no result. <laughs> if I made a calculator that worked, I don't know how I just calculator, but you can make a calculator in Minecraft. You're right. I have seen that. Basically, that would basically be how you would make a calculator. Mm -hmm. I have seen that, but I want to just build it myself. Hmm. <sighs> <laughs> And then as I get older and I, you know, eventually the biggest, my limiting factor is space. I live in an apartment yeah. and I have roommates and I work odd hours. I wake up late, go to the gym and then I go straight to work and I get home at 11 o'clock at night, which is not a great time. I guess I could start doing things then, but then I also don't have the workspace. You just go to bed and start doing things in the morning. That sounds like a terrible idea <laughs> because what I don't like doing is waking up. And since I don't have the workspace right now, I'm just sitting. So, right, but, but so, I mean, clearly you're not spending all of your time asleep or lifting or at work. You're right. I play video games. To so, yeah. I mean, it, you could feasibly shift your schedule around in order to accommodate some other hobby. I mean, I understand space is a limiting factor. Definitely. And then money. I don't, I don't have the disposable income for a hobby yet. Hmm. Okay. Like, which is, I guess, the biggest thing of a hobby is you have to have disposable income to have one. Besides, you know, exercise, like activities that involve exercise, like walking or hiking. or Yeah, you can start going hiking. Yeah. There's, there's some good hiking up there where you are. There is. And then once again, 
that's me working against gravity. <laughs> well, only half the time. Right, only half the time. The rest of the time I just fall. <laughs> <laughs> just get, just, just bring a big old tire with you, do some CrossFit on the way up, and then ride that tire all the way back down. I was also thinking about just bringing a wingsuit and some car- and just pile up some cardboard boxes at the bottom, and then just hike up and jump. <laughs> it's proven it can be done. Yeah, it'll definitely work for you. With my track record, I'm sure I wouldn't kill me. Uh, yeah, you might actually live through that, unfortunately. Again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of t- and that's the that's the thing with hobbies, right? I mean, it's it's kind of hard to really get into something else it, money 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 is kind of a big thing it, a big reason that people can't get into other hobbies and time although I, I'd say most people have more time myself included they have more time than they think that they have yeah it's just it's time management for and you have to be willing to do something other than just sit and watch TV when you get home from work yeah which is the worst hobby <laughs> you think okay so we didn't really talk about bad ho- we talked about some about bad hobbies but what is a hobby that you think is just bad besides watching tv you just said that watching movies <laughs> <laughs> i like it i like, it. I like <laughs> where you're going there well i think that i think that watching tv and watching movies is just a more brainless way of reading i think that if you're really in it for the story or what have you then reading is going to be a better bet it activates your brain a lot more watching tv is just kind of lazy i mean i get it it's nice every now and then to relax but it shouldn't be you shouldn't be always only doing that i'm trying to think what terrible hobbies i know of uh i think baking is not a great one for yourself because yeah if you have just, a significant other who likes baking, though, as a hobby? I like it if I have a friend who likes to bake, <laughs> but, I mean, my gosh, you would just eat so much and so many sweets if you were baking as a hobby. Yeah. I... On, the, on the flip side, I'd say that cooking is an amazing hobby. If you actually take the time and effort to make something good, I mean, uh, people love to go over, over to other people's houses when that person's a good cook. Because they yes. always know they're going to get good food. That's just so awesome. They're not just getting reheated queso dip and uh, frozen pizza, which is really good. You you want some frozen pizza? I know. That's <laughs> what I'm getting later, so I'll take it. <laughs> I think CrossFit is the worst hobby out there. Worse than cycling? No. Cyclists are a version of CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> that's where they fall in my category. Uh, you know, I can kind of see that. Because the first rule about CrossFit is tell absolutely everyone you know yep. that you do CrossFit. Yep. Cycling, while not quite as bad, people who bike... Love to tell you like, that they bike. Like and to tell you about it a lot. And and um, I, I, I ride my bike. I do it. I know. For exercise. One for of fun. the reasons I, like, I don't like you. I was about to say I like you, but that's just inaccurate. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, not, I'm definitely not crazy into it. Yeah, I agree, because you haven't really talked about it at all yet, which is fantastic. I I get some of your... Uh, Hatred towards it? Negativity is the word I was going to use. Okay. I get some of it, but it's just a good form of exercise that is fun because you're in a group. 
people who take it too seriously people honestly people who take anything to that next level of seriousness it kind of i don't really want to be associated with them the reason i I don't like crossfit is because everyone's like that (laughs) is yeah not only does everyone take it to the extreme of crossfit but as being in athletic training all of the stuff that they do trying to give yourself scoliosis for time is a terrible idea in all aspects Trying to give yourself scoliosis for time? What yeah. Do so they, they do, you know, like 100 squats or 100 deadlifts at some rapid rate where form doesn't quite matter anymore. They say, you know, get your form right before you go up in speed, but then everyone just starts compensating to get their reps in. And I just hate That's that. That's bad. It's terrible. That's bad. Unless you're doing body weight, then it's probably fine. But they're not doing body weight. No. They, they have to toss weight on bars and throw it over their head. And all overhead lifts are bad for you. Mm. Say people say it strengths of your shoulders, still tears your joint apart. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. Well, that's how you. That's how you get. Well, I guess it's not exactly true for tendons, but for muscles and bones. In order to get stronger muscles and bones, you break them down, build yeah. them back up again. Not for joints. You don't do that for ligaments. Have you seen that guy? Who I want to say he's like Vietnamese. There's a video of him kicking a tree down with his shin. I have not. Oh. I saw the one where the girl punched a tree like over. Wow, like she just like ripped into it with her fists and just and then it eventually broke. That wow, was pretty cool. Haven't seen that. Yeah, this guy just Russian. kicks a tree down. Yeah, that makes sense. This guy just kicks a tree down with his shin. I mean, you know how hard or how much it hurts to accidentally kick a coffee table with your shin. Yeah, can you imagine purposefully doing that over and over again so that your bones get stronger to the point where you can kick a tree down? Ooh, ow. Gosh. No, the initial of having to hit myself in the shins to make them stronger. So that's not actually how they do it. They take a uh, an uneven wooden rod and roll it across their shin bones, which just sounds awful. So the idea of kicking things to make my shin stronger sounded way better than that option. <laughs> <laughs> it's pure pain. That's not a good hobby. That, you're right. That's not a good hobby. No. Horse is also not a good hobby in no. my mind. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Not not great. If you do anything excessively and you call it a hobby, I also say that's bad. If you play, if you do literally nothing with your life but play video games, I would say it's also bad for you. But I see a lot it's of just, Are you calling me out personally? No, 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 oh. no, no. Bad for that person. <laughs> Which is, okay. Which is me. No. Well, yeah. Yeah. You all, Okay, you also lift weights. And you're very rarely playing video games by yourself. You're right. So I, there's I, some I, social I, aspect to that, so it's 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 not it's not as bad. I appreciate you giving me that whole, that way out. Yeah, I just give you a little rope into your hole. Eight thousand feet. Eight thousand feet away. I so you say what was your worst hobby? Baking? No, <laughs> not not the worst. Watching. Okay, am I not allowed to say watching TV? No, because that's not... I don't count that. It has... So, a hobby has to be something you physically exert yourself for. Really? Like... But okay, like, so baking would count? Yes. Because you're physically moving? You're moving. But, but reading... Reading's not a hobby? I mean, you're still exerting yourself. I say you still have to be exerting yourself to read. You gotta press the buttons on the, the remote to change the Netflix show. Negative ghost driver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Wow, TV doesn't count. Okay, well, I guess that's just a big time waster. Uh, boy. Boy, oh boy, you've severely limited my bad hobbies. Then, hmm. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if I really want to say this, but, uh, art. We can always edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> if you say anything too stupid. So what about art? 
most people who create art. I love how diplomatic you're being about this right now. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> so what about stuff like Van Gogh? Like, him and his artists, I think that's fantastic. I don't think it's good. Also, I don't think it was his hobby. I think it, I'm pretty sure it killed him because he didn't make it a hobby or a job. Well, most of the famous painters weren't famous until after they died. You're right. That it pretty much was a hobby for them. Ooh. You're right. Ooh, Ooh. are all artists hobbyists? <laughs> <laughs> no. There's definitely some rich ones. I don't get... I don't get art. So th- it's probably just my own. So bias. going on that, mm-hmm. art collecting, the worst hobby. Ooh, any kind of collecting. I think almost yeah. all, except for I'm, I got a little bit of a soft spot for car collecting, but any other kind of collecting, stupid because mo- you don't use it. Coin collecting, stamped collecting. But, but, I mean, unless you're doing it so that you can sell it later, but that is rarely ever the goal. Yeah, the stamp collecting is up there as the worst kind of collecting and hobby. Coin collecting, you can actually have some history. Right. Depending. I don't know what stamps. Like, posted stamps? Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. I what? thought they are like, just, like, stamps that, like, people, like, put on things like you had. Like, I'm sure pres- people collect those. Oh. <laughs> are you talking about stickers? Are no. you thinking about stickers? No, I'm not thinking about the licking stick kind <laughs> of Licking stick? Wait, that's a tattoo. <laughs> Boy, oh boy, are you confused. No, no. Like, what is it called? The thing you like press into ink and then you press it down. Is that a stamp? It's a stamp. But that's not a postage stamp. Postage stamp. I'm sure people collect them. I thought that when by stamp collecting, I was talking about the little thing oh, you pick no, up and press. No, no. no, people collect postage stamps. Oh. Yeah. Does that sound even worse now? That would sound way worse now. <laughs> yeah. Because I was going to say, you could have history which, with the, the stamps I was thinking of. Hmm. You know, this was the stamp that, you know, caused the foreclosure of... You know this huge company that'd be that'd be pretty cool to collect, but not really. I mean, uh. I could see the value. I could see why someone would value it, but would I personally ever value it? No. But art collecting, I still says take the cake for the worst because it's so expensive. And for what reason? Like overall, the value of art is literally someone just told you its value. As far as I can tell, people who seriously collect art like that collect it so that they can say I spent this much money on this art piece I don't even think they truly appreciate it it's I mean, not how, always true but I, I mean I go into a museum and I appreciate it for two hours and then I don't want to buy any of it oh god no god no so do I respect people who collect older art you know like classic artists I admire those people who collect those things because I think those things are very are very interesting but people who collect modern art, like let's say 40s and on, absolute waste because they're like, I'm like you, you could see what they drew and you're like, yes, I could see that you drew that and you did a really good job of representing that in a certain way. But you literally took paint and threw it on a canvas. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Oh, no. have you seen those videos of people doing spray paint art? It's usually like uh, space or yeah. galaxies. That stuff's actually really cool. And if it was five cents, I'd buy it. Yeah, but I'm sure it's absurdly expensive. Yeah, but the trick artists are pretty cool. Trick artists? Yeah, they they like they paint something like upside down, and you have no idea what it is until they flip it over, and it's this image that you suddenly recognize. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, talent, not a hobby. Right. The sidewalk chalk art stuff, where if you stand in the right perspective, it looks absolutely crazy. Interesting. 
stupid hobby. <laughs> we just all right. We, we're just gonna bash art for the next two hours. <laughs> we keep this up. Yeah. Any anything else you want to add into this? Nothing that comes to mind. I mean, can you think of any other bad hobbies? No. I, I mean, I can, but I don't want to keep bashing art. <laughs> <laughs> so the subsection art hobby garbage. <laughs> if you had to break it down, best hobby, or is that not even? Can you not even categorize that? Auto, like anything mechanical with an engine, best hobby. Oh my god. <laughs> or gravity-induced hobby. Did you not like my driving really expensive cars around the track really No, fast? I did. I think I, I did. I just, I, since you already said it, I didn't want to say I wanted to do it. Oh, I see. I don't like me. You're a like, you know what? I want to go snowmobiling for the rest of my life. It's almost like someone who's looking for a Lancer Evo because someone has WRX. <laughs> Who would do that? Who would? <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's all I have to say. I got nothing else. This is okay. a really good podcast, though. Yeah, I enjoyed this. This is a lot of fun. I did. This is one of, so, one of our better ones, I think. So we'll definitely have to... I, should we retouch on this? Nah. What? Retouch on hobbies ever again. Retouch on hobbies ever again? Hmm. When mm-hmm. we run out of content, we'll sure. It, yeah, we, we sure. come back to it if we run out of content. Yeah. But we appreciate everyone who's listening. Yeah, I'm gonna go hang myself on an eight thousand foot rope. <laughs> <laughs> but you want you could do it from Everest. Yeah, it's only eight thousand feet. That's yeah. not even that hard to climb. No, I couldn't believe people had problems climbing that thing. <laughs> that is that what you know what I'd say that is the worst hobby ever. Mountain climbing climb? it, climbing climbing Mount Everest. Yep. All right, uh, you're you're just wrong. What? What do you get no, out I'm, of it? I, no, you you do it unless you're some crazy person. You do it solely so that you can say that you did it. Exactly. You How can is that say cool? You went to Everest and you climbed it, and you were at the peak, the highest peak in the world. You were on. Ooh, good for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who cares? It's something you have to work for. You can't just suddenly wake up one day and say, "I want to go climb Everest." Take a plane. Have a Sherpa carry your stuff all Sherpa? Over. Isn't that what they're called? Sherpa. 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 What's Sherpa? I don't know. No. An abbreviation of <laughs> Sherbert? <laughs> Have a Sherpa carry your stuff up and then just plant a flag saying I was here. No, you gotta you gotta work hard to get up to the top of Everest. It's an achievement, which makes it a cool hobby. Boop. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. It's it's just yeah. You don't really get much out of it, and it's really hard, and you could die, and people, many people have died. And for what? A sticker? It says, I did it? I mean, who really wants that? But after you climb Mount Everest, you could basically climb any mountain. Y- yes, but... So you have more hobbies. Who cares? Too. Let's just say, not it's not the worst hobby. It's just the one you think is stupid. It might. I might think it's the stupidest. Not over art collecting. Wow. Oh. That's just demeaning. It's tied. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. On that terrible note <laughs> that mountain climbing is as bad as art collecting. Exactly we're gonna sign we're gonna bad. sign off on this one. Thanks for listening, guys. Really leave, appreciate it. Leave us that review and a five star. We really appreciate Don't it. Don't forget to smash that like button. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> this is <on> YouTube. <laughs> Stop. <laughs>